Hello there. Welcome once again to Footsteps with Impact, the podcast where prayer meets your needs. Today we are going to pray about how to get the courage to uh, witness to people. Sometimes, you know, it's very hard to witness to people, especially those who are, are very close to us. Many of us who have witnessed, we have seen uh, uh, times where you feel like you're dry, you don't have anything to tell them. Sometimes it's fear, sometimes it's shyness. But whatever it is, we're going to ask uh, the Lord today to meet us where we need to be met in order to witness to other people who don't know about Jesus. Now, one thing we have to realize is that when we are witnessing to people, is that we are really going to tell them about Jesus. It's not about us. Yes, it's good to have experiences that um, have gone through our lives and what we went through, but everything that we do must point to Jesus. You know, I've seen where people have used different kind of things, techniques, Hollywood techniques to get people to Jesus. And because many times those things, whether it's videos or whatever it is, do not point to Jesus, people may come, but really they never get grounded, they never get the interest, because eventually they're going to go back to Hollywood or to the things that invited them to Jesus. So that's why it's so important for us to know that the first and foremost thing that we have to do is to point people to Jesus. The book of John is a very good uh, book to begin if you want to know how to lead people to Jesus because that book really talks about Jesus, especially in the first few chapters. It talks about who he is. And don't forget that when we are telling people about Jesus, we have to tell them who Jesus is. So we're going to read some verses in the book of John and we'll see what how they relate to us uh, testifying before we pray. Now, for example, if we read the book of John, the first chapter, verse 29, we see here John saying who Jesus is. He testifies of who Jesus is. So if we look at verse 29 of chapter 1, the Bible says, and we're going to use the New King James, the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So you see here right away, John, when he saw Jesus, he told those around him that he is the Lamb of God and he takes away the sin of the world. Uh, he came straight to the point and told them what Jesus does. And that's what we need to do. We need to tell people what Jesus is going to do in their lives. First, we declare who Jesus is, and then we tell them what Jesus is going to do in their lives, take away their sins. And um, he goes on to say, This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who is preferred before me, for he was before me. I did not know him, but that he should be revealed to Israel. Therefore, I, I came baptizing with water. So in other words, whatever John was doing, he came doing as a precursor to Jesus. And so whatever we do, we have to do as a precursor to leading people to Jesus. And in fact, he goes on to say in verse 34 of chapter 1, and I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. And that's what we have to tell people. We have to testify that Jesus is the Son of God. Now, after you get that out of the way, they know who you're trying to introduce them to. Then again, you know, uh, people must know that Jesus himself is the one calling them. And that they are, you have gone to them because Jesus has sent you. And he specifically knows who they are and he calls them. Uh, so if we read in verse 35 
Again the next day John stood with two of his disciples and looking at Jesus as he walked he said behold the Lamb of God. John again made a declaration. Uh, the Bible goes on to say in verse 37 that the two disciples heard him speak. You must say it. Don't imply it. You must say it. They heard him speak and they followed Jesus. And then Jesus turned and seeing them following said to them what do you seek? See, we have to know what we want from Jesus. Now, if you notice here in verse 35, it says that these were the disciples of John. But as soon as he showed them who Jesus was, verse 37 says that the two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. We must be able to tell people about Jesus so they may follow Jesus, not us. So in other words, let us not invite people or attract people toward us, towards the things that we do, toward a, a denomination, toward a church uh, building, toward the external things, but rather toward the spiritual, which is Jesus. Because as soon as we show them to Jesus, we must tell them that he is the one who has called them. Because here in verse 39, he tells these two disciples, and he said to them, come and see. Jesus calls them. Now look, an interesting thing happened here in verse 40. When they came to Jesus and found out about him, see what they did. They too wanted to share Jesus. In verse 40 it says, One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. So you see this man, he found the Messiah, he found Jesus, and so he went to him and, and, and again testified about who Jesus is, the Messiah, the Christ, and then he says, and he brought him to Jesus. This is what it is witnessing to people about Jesus. They will come. Jesus is going to say, come, like we have seen in those verses. Now, if we continue in the same chapter in verse 43, the following day Jesus wanted to go to Galilee, and he found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. See, there's always that invitation. Come and see Jesus. Bring people to Jesus, not to things. We must invite people to see and know Jesus. So when you're witnessing, have that in mind, that you want people to know Jesus. In verse 47, when Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite, indeed, in whom is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. This is the other thing you have to tell people, that Jesus knows them. He sees their situation. He knows where they are. So by the time someone comes to them and says, Come, I want to show you Jesus. Jesus has already pinpointed them to you and so don't be afraid go to them those that jesus leads you to he has already picked them that it is time the time is ripe the time is now now if we continue in john uh, chapter 2 
we see there was a wedding and in this wedding the uh, the good wine was all gone and the mother of jesus came to jesus and said you know we don't have any more wine and she led them to jesus here it goes in verse one the next day there was a wedding celebration in the village of Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. The wine supply ran out during the festivities, so Jesus' mother told him, They have no more wine. Dear woman, that's not our problem. Jesus replied, My time has not yet come. But his mother told the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now this is a double-edged sword right here. See, Jesus' mother led these people who had a need to Jesus. And then she told them, do whatever he tells you. To those who are witnessing, you have to realize that you have to do as Jesus tells you. Don't use gimmicks. Don't use anything that will confuse people. Just tell them about Jesus. And you know what? Do as Jesus tells you to do. And it will work. Then if we go on chapter 3, we shall see more about what Jesus says if you want to be a Christian. Here, Jesus explains what the new birth is all about. And we have to tell these people that when we tell you about Jesus, things are going to be different in your spirit because you're going to have a recreated spirit. People have to know that so that they know there's going to be a change from within, deep inside of them. Because everyone, even those who don't understand what a spirit is, they somehow, when you say spirit, they understand that this is the inward part of themselves. So, here we see in verse 1 of chapter 3, there was a man of of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are, the, you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom. Jesus came to the point, he cut off everything else and he said, Look, if you want to come to the kingdom, you must be born again. So this man says, hey, how can a man be born again he's, when he's old? Can he enter second time into the womb of his mother? Jesus answered, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So you see, Jesus is telling him that, look, for these changes to happen within you and around you and the way you are and to fulfill the purposes, you must be born again in the spirit. Okay, and Jesus goes on to promise, to make a promise. In verse 10, Jesus says, Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and you do not know these things? Most assuredly I say to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven but he who came down from heaven, that is, the Son of Man, who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus is saying that, look, whenever you lift up my name, whenever you lift me up, and someone eats of me, believes in me, then they will have eternal life. So in other words, there is no other way but through Jesus. Jesus comes to the point straight up and he says, look, 
it's about me it's about being born again and then the other people as we saw earlier they introduce people to jesus christ they show him he's the provider as the mother did about the wine they show them that hey he behold the lamb of god he's the son of god you have to tell him that you have to tell him they have to be born again there has to be a change in their spirits and only he can do it again in john chapter 4 we see where jesus was at the well and he met this woman at the well who had you know had many husbands and as they were talking the disciples came back but during the talk as jesus talked to her she realized that jesus knew everything about her she says that i perceive that you are a prophet and the disciples came back and found them talking and they were wondering how would jesus be talking to this woman and uh, they tried to offer him food but he said no because the, his food is doing the work of god jesus said to them in verse 34 my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest behold i say to you lift up your eyes and look up at the fields for they are already white for the harvest and he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together for in this the saying is true one sows and another reaps i sent you to reap that for which you have not labored others have labored and you have entered into their labors see here jesus is trying to show us something not to be selfish or to be worried sometimes you may witness to people and they may not come to christ right there but you may be the sower then sometimes you know you may go to witness to people and you say a few words and here they come and they already believe and they are ready and they are crying whatever it is emotion that they may show so be ready to do whatever god tells you and be ready to receive back whatever you see because sometimes you are the harvester sometimes you are the sower but just remember one thing like he said that it's true the harvest is ripe and ready so just do like the mother of jesus says do what he tells you to do so now let us pray that god will give us what we need the words we need the anointing that we need to go and witness to people father in the name of jesus we come before you we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy that we know you. We thank you, Father, that without you we could not be even here trying to witness. That this person, this brother or sister is trying to witness, but sometimes they may be fearful. Sometimes it may be shyness. Sometimes they may think, oh, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a minister. Oh, I'm just born again yesterday. But, Lord, we have seen that even the Samaritan woman, she had not known you a few hours before, but went and witnessed to a whole city of men and they came and found out they said that we now believe because we have seen and heard with our own eyes so father we know that we have to point people to jesus and i pray for this brother or sister that you show them how to point people to you to lift you up even as moses lifted the serpent lord because you say in your word lord that if i be lifted up i'll draw all men unto me father let the, uh, my brother or sister realize that it's not about them it's, it's not about um the buildings it's it's not about denominations it's not about race it's about jesus and so lord heavenly father once they get that fulfilled in their heart they will know that if i go and witness to these people jesus has already picked them even as we have seen in the scriptures that you have already pointed out who you want to come at what time you want them to come so father give boldness to this brother or sister to this child to this man or woman whoever it is father that is willing 
and wanting to go and witness but, but for some reason they may be scared for some reason they may not uh, they, they may feel like they are not worthy to even carry your words to others father we have seen that one of these people had been practically a prostitute lord going with this man and with that man but she became a witness lord Father, we realize that it's about you. Some of these people, even the mother, Lord, pointed towards you. So, Lord Jesus, we thank you. You are teaching us to point to you. That is not our kingdom, but your kingdom, Lord. May your will be done, O God, in, in this situation, Lord. That this brother or sister may go and witness, and that people will come to you. And they will teach them about you, show them who you are. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you, and we glorify you. Amen and amen. So my brother, my sister, go witness knowing that Jesus is right behind you. Jesus is with you. His spirit and his anointing is with you because you are worshiping him when you go to witness. They that worship him must worship him in truth and in spirit. And that's how you are. Your spirit, His spirit will be with you and you will bring people to Jesus. Amen. Glory to his name.